tell me I'm pretty. I hate you. I love you. <laughs> Welcome back to uh, Awkward Erotica. And it's raining, and I'm mad about that. Is it really? Well, it's not. Well, maybe not right now. But it was raining all day. Yes, it was raining all and, day. And, like, I just feel like... If it gets to a point where, like, it's cold, it's not allowed to rain anymore. You know what I mean? You have to, like, snow or nothing. Yeah, like, snow or nothing. Snow or bust. Because it's cold, so I'm wearing, like, wintry things, which are not as waterproof as they should be, because snow is also water. Yeah. And then there's, like, an umbrella, but it's windy, but it's wet, so I'm cold. Like, I just, no. It was really nasty on my way to work, but then by the time that I left, it was really nice. Like, the walk between work, and then I went to therapy today, but the walk between work and therapy was really, really nice. It was, like, very mild. And then the walk home was nasty again, and I was like, please pick a lane. I'm over this. I'm over the rain. I am over weather in general, I think. I I don't want it anymore. I think that's a pretty common... uh, feeling for people in is it is it maritime climate i know we're not the maritime we're not in a maritime climate what climate is it that we have bitch i don't know there's a name so, for do i it. look like a there were like seven i used to weatherologist <laughs> yeah that's exactly what you look like thanks i used to love that shit my dad bought me this book on clouds i was real into it and he used to be like melina identify that cloud and i'd be like yes i can old man yells at cloud <laughs> so let's talk about virgins um i don't know if you guys know this or if you like live maybe uh under a rock or in a on an ice cube i'm it's i wherever you live it's fine but maybe you haven't heard about this Don't look at me like that. I don't stop or intervene, and I just like let it happen. I just like choose silence. Like that's not fair. That's not why you're here. Like like, you gotta, you gotta jump in. You can't let this go on. No. Anyways, Ti made some comments. Okay, guys. Yeah, real. He said some things. It was like a two weeks ago now. I think three weeks ago. It was. It was a while ago. Two or three weeks ago. But he was on a podcast, and Um. he decided to just. start talking about his daughter's virginity because you know like that's a pretty casual topic of conversation right to have with like strangers on a public medium oh my god seems like a great call so if you're one of those people living on an ice cube let me just also like update on this by the way um so then like on monday he did a red table talk with Jada. jada So I'm also going to bring up the bits that he said in that because, oh my good lord, this man does not understand what he did wrong. Like, he doesn't. Like, he's trying to apologize, but, like, the things that he's, like, clearing up or, like, identifying, you're like, no, what? What? No. (laughs) I I did not know about that. Also, to me, like, I don't know. Like, I think, like, I think a public apology, like, whatever. But, like, the person who you really need to apologize to is your daughter. I mean, I'm sure he has. (laughs) I heard that she unfollowed him on social media, but I don't know if that's a true fact. Yeah, I, who knows? I didn't, like, look it up I, I just feel like, the, like, you just have to do some real soul-searching and learning. I don't really need you to be in public anymore. Like No, like, <laughs> literally stop talking. Yeah. Especially if this is the stuff that you're going to come out with. Like, honestly, it's great. I mean, it's, like, terrible, but content-wise, it's yeah. great. So the first, the first, let's start with the first instance. Also, if you go back and, like, listen to this shit, like... I mean, obviously, in the with with the red table talks, he's like trying to be a little bit contrite. Sure. Um, but like in the first interview, God, he's so fucking like smug about it. It's just like adds to like the aggravation of like this is a violation. Yeah, yeah. But he's on this podcast with two women, and they're like, "So have you had the sex talk with your daughters?" Mm. Which is like not. I, like totally inappropriate because there was a bit of me that was like how even did we get here yeah that's a good point. um but so they started with like i guess like a fairly normal question and he just went off he was like Ahem. not only have we had the conversation we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen now if you had stopped that sentence just at gynecologist that might be pretty chill like it's good that you're teaching her about like her bodily health and shit you know yeah uh but he that 
nope, kept going. And then keeps going after that to say, right after the birthday, we celebrate. Usually the day after the party, she's enjoying her gifts. I put a sticky note on her door. Gyno, tomorrow, 9.30. We'll go and sit down and the doctor will come and talk. And, you know, the doctors maintain a high level of professionalism. Uh, And then the doctor tells him all the reasons that, like, maybe a hymen broke that is not sex. Also checking your daughter's hymen to make sure that she hasn't had sex is wacko and Tiago's look doc she don't ride no horses she don't ride no bike she don't play no sports man just check the hymen please and give me back my results expeditiously but I will say as of her 18th birthday her hymen is still intact disgusting what also if I was that doctor I'd be like no I'm not I would be like, I, I, I refuse, like, I, what is it, what is it called? You refuse, um, there's a word for it, and now I don't know what it is. But you don't have to do it. Like, you can say, no, I refuse treatment. I refuse to treat I her? I refuse to treat, like, I, I won't do this. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. It, like, you know, like. I guess, like, I refuse to, like, check if her hymen is still intact. Yeah, but yeah, you yeah, can, yeah. I would literally just be like, n- like, she comes back or alone, or I don't do this. Like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I've had doctors do that. I've had doctors kick my parents out. Like, they'd be like, no, leave. Like, and my mom would be like, no, I'm going to stay in the doctor. Yeah, like, but no, if please. she's saying, I want him here. I guess that's That's fair. inappropriate that's also. Fair. That's fair. But also, that's his account of what happened. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying this is legit. This yes. man is clearly... <laughs> cuckoo. Cuckoo. But yes. I'm just saying that, like, when you go to a gynecologist, something that they're routinely checking is not your hymen. No. So I could see refusing to check her hymen. Like, that serves yeah. no medical purpose. No, that's no, no. not my job. No, and no, I'm no. also not going to you know, encourage this terrible narrative. Yes, no, for sure. I I also, I wonder how much of that is true. Like, I wonder how much of her daughter being like, yeah, or her daughter, his daughter being like, Gabby here is like under duress or like not like like, real life. It's gotta be under duress. Yeah. So then he goes on uh, Red Table Talks with Jada Pinkett Smith. Also, can I just say that one of my favorite moments from this is he was like, ah, so sorry that like Willis couldn't make it. And she was like, I think that you'll be happier in the long run. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that. (laughs) But, like, also I ate it because I'm like, why isn't Willow there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Because too much of it is, like, her just being like, right, right, yeah. And I'm like, no, not right. Right, not right. Not yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 So he goes on it. He goes on the Red Table Talks with his wife, Tiny. Uh, She has a full name, but so does T.I., I'm going to assume. No, I just, just know her as Tiny. T.I. sounds too close to, like, uh... S.T.I.? S.T.I. or, like, an illness. Like, T.B. You know? Like, yeah, it's yeah. no good. <laughs> Turns out it's no good. Yeah. So he's like, he's like, oh, no, like, I was, I was saying it in a joking manner, mm-hmm. and it, like, came from a place of truth, but I began to embellish and exaggerate, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people took it extremely literally. Now... Mm-hmm. I mean, having just read that, I'm not 100% sure what part of that was meant to be metaphorical. <laughs> it seems like a quite literal story. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what bit of that is you're taking, like, wildly too literal. Also, if you're joking, like, it's not funny. Like, it's, I don't well, care. It's not you know fun- what I mean? Well, like, it's not funny on, like, a lot of no, levels. Like, like, even it, just on a joke level, yes. it's not a funny... Like, on a joke level, this is, I think you've grossly misunderstood what, what a joke, joke is. is. Yeah. Um, but also, like, it's also not, it's like, no, those, these aren't things that we make we ha-has make, yeah, about. exactly. Like, T.I. The things that he really wants to clear up is he was not in the examination room with her, and her mother was there, and then the third thing is that this was happening when she was 15 and 16, not now that she's 18. Which, if we'll refer back to that last line that he says, as of her 18th birthday, her hymen is still intact, seems a little bit false. But also, none of those things are the point. No. Nobody cares. Like, I mean, I wasn't really assuming that you were in the room while she was having the examination. Yeah, we're, like, upset about the wrong thing. But, like, also, that wasn't my issue. No. I, I don't have a problem with someone's father taking them to the gynecologist. I don't think her mom needs to be there. No. Even if you're not taking her anymore to get her hymen checked at 18... The fact that you were taking her to get her hymen checked at 15 and 16 is still fucked up. Like, is still fucked up. 
these are the things that he most wants to clarify. Yeah. Well, because um, like, he fundamentally doesn't understand the problem. He right? fundamentally doesn't understand the problem. Then he goes on this like Kanye West style rant. Oh. I mean, it starts like fine, and then it starts to degrade. But it's like in the age or the time uh when our women black women are the most unprotected disregarded women on the planet i am being criticized because i'm willing to go above and beyond to protect mine and i'm talking about all the little slimy grimy chubby fingered little boys who just want to come and defile and destroy the sanctity that i have at this point he gets cut off because jada is laughing at him (laughs) um and jada says um like a couple sentences later she's like this is what you have to understand it's a patriarchal structure that it's hard to read audio. Yeah. But like then T.I. interrupts her and is like, I heard that word before. I didn't know the term was a thing, patriarchal. What? <laughs> this man who casually throws out words like expeditiously d- has never heard the word patriarchal prior to this event in his life? T.I., you're one of the most eloquent people when you want to be that I have ever heard speak. <laughs> Bitch, you, you've never heard patriarchy? Are you yeah. kidding me? In this day of our Lord, 2019, yeah. that's the year, not the day. You know what I'm saying. Sure. How? How have you not, you, you didn't know that that was a term was a thing? Yeah. I realize that that's not the point, but like, also. Yes. Um, and then they're discussing why, like, he's more concerned with the virginity of his daughters than his sons. And he says... I kind of made the comparison of a son versus a daughter. If my son goes out and gets a girl pregnant, how is the household changed for those nine months? The household does not necessarily change those nine months. Whereas if my daughter comes home, my household is changed immediately. That's like about how this affects you. This is basically him <laughs> so like weird. skirting around the fact that like if his son got some girl pregnant, he would tell his son to walk away yeah but he can't tell his daughter to walk away because she will be pregnant i mean that's not what he said but like that's basically what he's saying that his son can walk away from that situation and his daughter cannot yeah i also think like there's a there's a like agency issue here where like i do think that there are like marginalized women in our society who are at risk because you know men are horrible and white people are horrible but I also think, like, there's, like, we're assuming, like, you know, she she can't also, like, desire and want sex and, like, that's yeah. an issue. Like, there's so like, much. Like, how is checking her hymen protecting her from, like, systemic no. sexism and racism? No, it's not. 100%. Like, I don't even know where to begin to unpack all of the the things that like, have to be unpacked so in that much. one. Like, you're like, oh, God. They're going to defile and destroy the sanctity that he has created. And well, and that's like the other thing, right? It's like, it's this possession thing, which I think speaks to like virginity and culture in general, which I'm sure we'll get into. But like, it is like a, a lot of it is mostly about possession. Like, it's just, but it's like his total lack of understanding yeah, in every way. 100%. Like this thing blows up and he comes back with. Oh no no! Like I wasn't in the room. His mom was her mom. Her mom was there. Like we don't do this anymore. But I'm not sure why I'm being attacked for protecting the virtue of my daughter. Yeah, and it's like, uh, excuse me. Well, I think that means you're also not listening. Cause like all of the like to be honest, like all of the people responding to this that I've seen on Twitter in other podcasts are all like pretty clear about what the problem is. I don't think that anyone except T.I. is no. confused about what the problem is. It's true. It's really, really true. I just wonder what it's like to be his wife and sit there and listen to him talk this way about yeah. their daughter and, like, maybe also act this way uh, with their daughter. Like, how do you sit by and are just like, yeah, that's fine. Well, there are lots of women who per- perpetrate this, like, idea about virginity as well. Like, I've heard yeah. it. Like, it's like, you know, like, it's not, like, men are not the only people who, like, no. sort of do this specific thing. Sure. I just feel like, I don't know, like, the industry that they're in and the places that they come from. Like, sure. I wouldn't assume that she would also be... No. Well, I wouldn't, there's nothing about any one person that would make me assume that them specifically would be that way, but I just think, like, if you grow up or, like, you hear it enough times, I, you know, like, I, I, I I more just meant that, like, I, there are lots of instances in which, like, in my life, the people who have been most concerned with virginity are other women. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a thing. I just, like, I can't, I can't. 
I can't. I don't know how all of the women who were sitting at this table with him were not no. losing yes. their shit at him. A hundred percent. Like, I don't understand. A hundred percent. Don't understand anything. So let's transition into talking about virginity <laughs> in, like, maybe a less psycho-crazy way. <laughs> um, and, like, addressing how these views that T.I. has are <laughs> psycho-crazy, <laughs> as previously stated. So let's... Let's talk about the idea of proving virginity. Oh, wild. It's like kind of a weird concept because virginity is an abstract, intangible concept. Yeah. So like, how does one go about proving that? That intangible thing. That intangible thing. And like, also as a result, like, it's funny because we're very used to like the Western idea of virginity, but like, like... I mean, virginity isn't valued everywhere. Mm-hmm. And also, other cultures, they test virginity in different ways. Mm-hmm. Blood is not an example of virginity in every culture. Mm-hmm. Which just, like, feeds back into the idea that, like, it's... It's because it's just... Yeah. We just made it up. We just did a made up. A made up. Yeah. Makeup. <laughs> Yeah, well, I was thinking, I was thinking about this recently, obviously, because we're doing this episode, yeah, and that's yeah. what we do. Yeah. Um, but like in the same way that like we talk about all the time, sex is not one thing and is not the same thing to everybody. So it does seem bizarre that like virginity were to be one thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Well, and it comes from the fact that when you're doing something like testing virginity or I don't know, trying to define virginity. What you're doing is not really talking about the individual and their body, but what you're doing is talking about an idealized standard version of the female body. And, you know, the results of every virginity test are determined by the degree to which the individual body parts conform to the generic ideal. Yeah, of course. It's also, I don't know that this needs to be said, but I'm going to say it anyway. It is also, like... Our, our, like, I don't know, sociocultural myth of virginity, you can't see, I did air quotes, it's an audio medium, of virginity is, like, very, very centered around heterosexual sex. Like, it's, like, oh, like, yeah. Exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. Because it is a narrative of the patriarchy. Yes. As Jada Smith tried to, you know, explain to T.I. Made and T.I. was like, what? What word? Never, <laughs> never heard that word. That word a thing? And you're like, uh, T.I., you a fool. <laughs> um, you a real, real-life fool sitting before us. Um, and you were saying, too, this idea of agency. Like, the other thing that's very common, maybe the only consistency with any kind of virginity testing, mm-hmm. is that the woman cannot speak for herself. Yes. That the one piece of, of evidence that we're not taking into account is is what she has to say. Yeah, And it's sure. like the body will speak for her. Um, she has, like, absolutely no value in that process. That's a really, really, like, really good point, and I think a really good way to put that. That's, that's like, a very... <laughs> Learn so much from you. Our friendship is so beautiful. Do my best. Okay. <laughs> also, I read things said by other smart people, and I was like, yeah, that's true. That's a true thing. You did not have to concede that point. <laughs> I did, because otherwise it's plagiarism, and we will get sued yeah so like the most common virginity test and the one that like i think we're all familiar with is this idea that like clothing or bed sheets will be looked at the the night after a marriage has taken place to i I, you okay it's not funny it's just so upsetting that like you don't know what to do like you're just like oh i'm paralyzed with laughter now (laughs) To not realize that bedsheets was such a punchline. No, it's just uh, so horrifying. Yeah, well, anyway, so they scour bedsheets, clothing, whatever, to see if they can find um, blood. Mm. And that's also kind of interesting because coming back to this sort of heterosexual, like, patriarchal narrative, the fact that the blood is what, like, that the most faith is put in for proof mm. of virginity it, it is because it is the only part of a woman, quote-unquote, losing her virginity that a man experiences. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Yeah, it's Because really there's point. no other part, and I mean, I, I don't even know how to define, like, what 
loss of virginity that experience is like but it but it is the only bit of that that a man experiences or that a man sees and therefore it's the only thing that will be it's the the proof that is accepted most frequently as um yeah that, yeah. that that's, that's a virginity also that was like a weird cough I got. <laughs> <coughs> no that's a that's a really turns good. into a guinea pig it's like halfway through this podcast also <laughs> guinea pigs will come back up in this podcast about virginity so just stay tuned for that um i think that's a really i never would have like i mean it's not it's it's like you hear it and you're like yeah no of course but it's not something that you think of like no well why would you it's also a narrative that we're so used to right yeah like despite the fact that we know that everyone doesn't bleed we still have ingrained in us this idea that that virginity equals blood or equals pain. Oh, I was convinced. It was something that, like, everybody told me, and I was so convinced of it. Like, I believed it so hard. And it's that's not my proudest moment as a BB feminist, but I really did. I, like, truly... Why, it's not... It's not... It's not presented as being subjective. It's not presented as no. being, you know, like, a, a anti... It's presented as, like, a biological fact. Yes. It, and it's, it's wild that it's presented as a biological fact so dominantly yeah when we know that it's not and like writers have kind of like medical writers have kind of been saying for like a good while that it's not yeah maybe a little bit more in the minority in the like old yesteryears Mm -hmm. but still for a while I think it's just taking a really long time for that to bleed into mainstream culture. Like, I yeah. think we're getting a little bit n- now, but I still think that there are, like, you still hear it, right? Like, mm-hmm. it still comes up. So it's just really wild how pervasive. And I think because, like, other ideas about virginity not specific to this um, get tied up in so much of our, like, media, literature, whatever stuff that we consume. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole, like, pain blood thing, we're pretty chill with for the, like, yeah. when that line is fed to us, it's with, like, casualness. Yeah. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, like, you'll be in pain, and you'll bleed, and, and like, that's fine. What's wild to me is not just that, like, that was the narrative, but it, that I, I didn't find that strange. Like, I was just yeah. like, yeah, yeah, sure, that makes no, sense. No, it makes total sense with our narrative of, like, the experience of women in society. And I think what's, like... I don't know if scary is the right word, but it was like, oh yeah, I could do that. Like, yeah. I was like, I could handle that. Like, that is really, that's like wacko sicko. Like, when you think about it, you know? Well, and then, so like, it's, it's, as I said, like, like, you know, everyone doesn't bleed because you don't have to bleed. That's not a biological imperative. No. But then it's such a dominant theory. It's such a dominant understanding of the the female anatomy that like can you imagine you're just a chick in like the 16th century and like you bang your husband and you don't bleed you can be killed for that yeah because it's like uh you're not a virgin Virgin, and like how would you even know to prepare for that when you're told that it will happen like that's crazy yeah but also in case like maybe you were having like a whole summer back in the you know 1600s uh-huh. doctors also were like it's okay i got you oh no <laughs> so for instance this is not actually the 1600s uh this is the ninth uh century like <laughs> but there's back. a persian physician uh named razes and he suggests that women um who wish to feign virginity should insert into the vagina a section of dove's intestines filled with blood so that you, uh, like, what, but, like, what if the intestines fall out, and then he There's thinks that he's, like, yeah. got, that you're just, like, your inner organs are just coming out also, of your vagina? Also, like, infections. Births carry a lot of diseases. Oh, and, like, that's, that's just Raz, but, like, there's a bunch of other, like, weird, sort of, like, old-timey, like, shortcuts for this. So, there's, like, the bladders of fish, no. the inners of songbirds, Hard, no. which sounds poetic. The, does, the yeah maybe I don't know what is the song bird what's I thought bird? all yeah. birds did Same. song fair enough what's fair enough. what's the point of a bird no song fair enough Disney has told me that birds a fashionable b song, song. true true okay true, true. the blood of chickens no uh, ducks and doves Hard so no. apparently not songbirds and uh, sponges soaked in pig's blood hard no yeah 
Yeah. So many diseases are carried through blood. Like, I know I'm hung up on this one specific thing. It's but disgusting. Like, that's how a lot of diseases get transferred yeah. between things. And yeah. particularly if you are inserting into the vagine, like, that is, like, a yeah. real good way to get... Oh, my God. Yeah, no. but it's also, like, the fear is so real, right? Yeah. Like, the, the backlash, like, could be fatal in yes. some cases. But this does remind me of the condom episode where it was, like, similar stuff like let me just shove this horn into your vagina like what no and they're like it's cool just put some pig's guts up there you'll be fine i do think i don't know if like is the right word but i do like like there's a doctor that's like don't worry you can be a hoe i got you yeah (laughs) again that's like a simplification of like yeah i don't really like it it's all bad yeah but you are kind of like you a hoe it's like i respect that a little bit yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Well, and the thing is, like, this hasn't changed, right? Like, hymen reconstruction surgery oh. is, like, very popular at the moment, which also, to That's me, is wild. wild. And, like, I'm not out here trying to kink, cha- like, shame anybody, but, like, I, I just, like, every time a man is, like, my kink is diverginating, I don't, I don't, I just think that that's a problem, probably, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Why? I, I guess you could say that about any kink, but, like, some, it just feels so rooted in so much of this, like, not yeah. good, bad, bad stuff. Yeah. I also think it depends. Like, I, I, I think you're right. I think as a concept, it's rooted in bad stuff. But if you're, like, I, I, my kink is diverginating, but you don't actually, like, like, you're not, you don't care if, like, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> just, like, almost broke Sophia's computer. That's fine. Um, I'm not that attached to it. It's all right. It's, like, just my whole life and everything. Yeah. But it's yeah. not a big deal. But you don't actually, in real life, care if your partner's a virgin or you don't need any evidence or it's just, like, a thing in your head. I know. Like, I, I agree with you. I think the concept is bad. But I also, like, I, I, I think what's worse is, like, actually projecting it. You know what I mean? Like, if you have the kink, but then for the... And you're someone is consenting to it and is like, that is, works for me, too. Yeah. And no one is actually being hurt, then I don't really care. But if you are actually being hurt by it and you're doing it under duress or, like, someone is, like, like forcing you to get medical surgery or, like, I just feel project, like I don't see how there's not, like, some element of shame that then gets passed on to you. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't know how that narrative is done in a way that isn't harmful. I get that, but you could say that about a lot of kinks that don't actually necessarily project harmful narratives onto people, right? Like, dom-sub relationships between, like, where the woman is the sub, right? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, that doesn't always... I, I'm sure that many times, or at least some of the times, it does root from something yes. that's not good. But I don't think it does every time. Like, yes. I just think it depends on who you are and what it is. Yeah. But I do agree with you. Like, the concept of this is just so specific and rooted. It just feels too close to yeah. home. Like, and this, also to be fair, like, I don't know that much about, like, kink. But, but there seems to be, like, a sort of... Um, like, there seems like there's more fantasy elements to it. Like, I, I don't know, like, the the names and the costumes and, like, all sure. of that. Whereas, like, this kink is, like, it's just you, but you're a virgin. Uh, and I need to take your virginity. Yeah. I mean, there. I, I don't disagree with that, but there are a lot of kinks where there, it isn't, there's no fan, like, there, it's just, like, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Dom Sub is, like, one, and there's lots, many, many, many different ways to do that, but there's right. also, like, ravaging fantasies, which sometimes it's just, like, you're you and the other person's the other person, you're just being ravaged. Like, it's, like, they're- Like, are, raped? Well, it de- it's, okay, it's different for different people. <laughs> like- Because that's another one where I'm, like, I don't know, man. Yeah, well, everything is not for everybody, and I think, like, when... This is a whole other episode. (laughs) And when you're doing, like, specific kinks, like, you have to be... Because the ones that especially are rooted in um, society in a bad way, you have to be really, really, really careful Careful and conscious about how you approach them. But there are stories of, like women who find power um who have experienced trauma in taking back that narrative in a way and i don't think it's fair for us to just um dismiss that when we don't really understand it right you know yes agreed but that is very different from i think de-virginizing and that like 
I, I would say that that to me feels closer to, I mean, different, but like closer to the virgin thing than like Dom sub. Though, there like, you're of, right, there's lots of versions of Dom stuff, so but technically Ravishing could be, yes. but I would say that, so, like, that would be closer on the spectrum to, like, sure. because it's closer to, like, real-life experience. Yeah. I just think it depends on who you are and how you approach it. Yeah. And, like, where it's coming from. I just don't, and I, and I, and I do think, again, I don't think you can approach any of this without understanding the very real places it comes from. Yeah. I am just not going to pretend like I understand everybody's psychology and, like, how things work for them in their brain. No, it's true. Like, if you're having conversations about it, you're two adults and you're, like, both fine, it's, like, whatever. Yeah. Live your best life. But I do think your point still stands is that, like, it is rooted in a real thing in society. It's rooted in a real thing in society that's not addressed by society. Yes, 100%. And I think that that's why there's this bit of me that's like I, I, how conscious are you of what you are playing into yeah for sure uh but then again also like i don't know anything no I don't, i'm like, just I, a, i'm just no. a and tiny like, child who <laughs> likes apple juice and wants to lie on the floor you know You're, okay we're all tiny child i just like i and i also of course i'm not sitting around like advocating for like rape like that's not no like, and that is not, not how it seems do Good. not worry i appreciate that i always get worried talking about stuff like that because like yeah it can come off so differently than how you know for sure it is a difficult topic that we did not plan for no but i don't think we uh. did a bad job <laughs> high five great great work team yeah great work yeah you can also cut it uh i won't so <laughs> fair take, enough take that <laughs> So, and, like, with the lots of stuff it, with sexism, like, it starts to feel like we think that women should bleed and should be yes. in pain. Not just that they will be, but yes. despite all scientific evidence, that we ignore that because it just feels right to us that that should happen. Um, and we attach a lot of, like, meaning to to those things like this idea of virtue of Mm -hmm. morality um you know godliness is all attached to kind of like pain and blood and sacrifice and all of that stuff uh which obviously is like really really great and chill (laughs) (laughs) netflix and blood and pain you know it's great you know research suggests that experience knowledge and patience go a long way to helping having helping women have less painful sex yeah uh and like also uh non-intercourse sexual experiences prior to the first intercourse uh, like this stuff is kind of common sense but again it gets left out of that narrative of like this is just going to be your experience and that's how it has to be well also like it's interesting that's like an interesting way of framing it because of course for like queer people or like queer people with vaginas like your first intercourse is that stuff right like that is what that is yeah so like it is like you know like when you're attacking like how not attacking that's such an aggressive word i mean thinking critically is what i really (laughs) (laughs) about how when you attack with your brain yes about how all this stuff is like set up in society like it is really meant to um put women in like this like very specific box well, and there was a German study of 669 uh, young women, and uh, it revealed a significant relationship between anxiety and painful penetration of the yeah, vagina. No fucking kidding. I know. Again, another shocking <laughs> fact. But did I, we need a study? Like, <laughs> apparently we did. Oh my god. I just feel like that is, feels like a common sense statement. But I think, I do think that, like, despite how common sense all this is, like, we really do have this warped perception of the female body yeah for sure that that there's just this like biological imperative that you're supposed to get fucked and get pregnant and have babies and like you just were not made to 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 find sex pleasurable yeah for sure and so that when studies and scientists and whatever look into it and they discover that actually the body is totally capable of these things uh, I think there's a moment of being like, oh, like, we've misunderstood this narrative. Like, yeah. fundamentally misunderstood this narrative of, like, the human experience. And you're like, I'm not, I'm not sure why, <laughs> why it took us so long to realize that, yeah. but, uh, we did. 
Um, and then also, uh, there's a lot of psychological stuff. So, like, women who have, like, better, more comprehensive and non-judgmental sexual education, um, and who develop affirming self-empowered attitudes about their own sexuality are more likely to report positive experiences when they lose their virginity. Mm -hmm. So, like, these narratives that we're taught, like, they have an impact just as much as all of the physical stuff. Yeah, of course. Um, and that's important to, uh, talk about. Oh my god, okay, guinea pigs are coming up, because... <laughs> We're talking about hymens. <laughs> this is wild. I'm gonna spit some facts for you. Like they're not yet. I'm gonna save them for the end. Of the they'll be the they'll be the finale of the hymen oh, section. Great. great, the hymen section. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So uh, an interesting thing is like we still don't know. Like we don't know why some women bleed and some women don't. We have a weird uh, idea that the bleeding is attached to the breaking of the hymen, but you know, not all hymens are equally traumatized by penetration, and some hymens are not traumatized by it at all. Yeah. And, like, you can bleed and also, like, still have a hymen. So it's not necessarily attached to the hymen. No. Well, friction can cause bleeding. Yeah. And if yeah. you're and if you're stressed and you're tight yeah. and, like, whatever, it can actually just be, like, a scraping against yeah. the vaginal wall. But there is this weird connection between, like, the breaking of the hymen and, like, bleeding, and that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. If the hymen is present at all, it's part of the vaginal entrance. It is made of the same type of tissue as the rest of the vagina and is subject to the same conditions and forces as the rest of it. And then, like, it's kind of weird that humans are so obsessed with virginity and their hymens because they're not the only animals with hymens. Huh? They're just the only animals uh, who are aware of yeah. them and seem to care about them in, yeah. like, a weird, creepy kind of way. Yeah. Um, it is creepy. <laughs> yeah, and, like, the other thing is that not only are humans not the only animals with hymens, but they are the animals whose hymens are the most useless. So, like, whales and seals and manatees, they have hymens, mm -hmm. and the hymens serve to, like, keep water and, like, waterborne foreign substances out yes. of the vagina. bad when water gets up there for humans, too. Real bad. And, like, sounds, like, no good, and oh, no. also, let's... <laughs> You know, global warming. Yes. Plastic. Yeah, no, good point. Can only imagine all the shit that's floating around in the ocean right now. They're like, don't want it. Don't eat it. Yeah. Stay out. And then, guinea pigs and bush babies, their hymens completely seal the vaginal opening when the animals are not fertile. <laughs> so when they ovulate, the hymens dissolve. <gasps> and then when they stop ovulating, the hymens reform. That's so wild. Magical hymens. So these animals all have hymens doing way more yeah. than humans do. Serving not actual purposes. Serving <laughs> actual purposes. Not one of them gives a fuck. Yeah, no. Not one of them. I mean, we can't talk to them, I guess. But as far as researchers yeah, can I'm tell, sure I'm not sure how that they could tell. But it does not seem that these animals care. No. Um, literally, the only interesting thing about the human hymen is that we've become aware of it when no <laughs> other species has. Um... <laughs> Yeah, there was a zoologist who hypothesized around, like, the 1930s that maybe the function of the hymen was to produce pain when penetrated. Mm, no. At, so that virgins would postpone penetrative sex. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, and also that that pain was what made humans wear virginity. And this is all wrong, you dumb idiot. Uh, more likely, uh, we became aware of hymens because we were aware of virginity yeah. first, not yeah. the other way around. No, that makes sense. Uh, and we found the hymen because we found reasons to search women's bodies uh, for some bit of flesh that embodied this quality we call virginity. We just, like, needed some physical yeah. proof. And by we, I mean men. Like, I mean men. <laughs> yes. Do you ever notice this was interesting? Okay, I'm also going to cite this book at the end when I find my citations. It's called, like, Virginity... Uh, the untouched story or yeah, something. Yeah, we'll throw it in the in the website. It's like post. really great, and I love it. But anyways, like this idea that like we only like what we really talk about is not like virginity, except in the con like in the context of losing virginity. Yes, for sure. Like it is the loss that like makes virginity a real thing. Yeah, virginity no, like, is because sure. it ends. Yeah, which is kind of like mortality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life matters because it ends it ends yeah you no, know it's very philosophical it's, yeah. this wednesday eve you know yeah no but because virginity is again not real we make it real by like social validation mm -hmm. it's kind of also weird because it's this thing that is 
like so, sort of private mm-hmm. but doesn't exist unless you tell somebody right yeah who's the first person you told that you lost your virginity it was you yeah that was me <laughs> i just wanted to that. hear you, you say it i just uh <laughs> just want people to know <laughs> i'm just like really special and like whatever it's fine <laughs> you know i'm just like her confidant it's like not a big deal were you excited to tell me? Do you remember? Like, were you like, God, tell someone this thing happened. Oh my God, I don't know how to process this. No, I I didn't really feel that way. I think because um, my human and I talked about it a lot beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, and also we were doing other stuff that like felt more f- like felt just at, like when we did the thing that we consider virginity, which is penetrative sex. Yeah. yeah. Um, it felt like kind of the same as the other stuff mm-hmm. you know what I mean like at the time I don't think I saw it that way mm-hmm. um but I, I I also like wasn't like I don't know I also I'm also really uh awkward about sex stuff not now but like then I was a little bit relatable content yeah so like it, it was it, it more felt uh weird like I was like do I tell someone this thing? I feel like I have to tell someone. I this feel like thing. I have to because otherwise yeah, it doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like Schrodinger's like, virginity. Yeah. Well, also like you know we share stuff and that's kind of the nature of yeah. our relationship. So, but I, I think I only told you and I told Anton, which is oh my weird. god, I know, <laughs> <laughs> wild. Yeah, but that's that's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think for me it's always about like processing. Yes. Like I sense. need to process this thing. I think. I mean, also, like, our experiences were so radically different. They truly like, they could not, like, if you're... I had you're, such a sheltered experience. You're on, like, one end of the spectrum, and I'm yeah. on, like, the total opposite end of the spectrum, which ultimately makes a lot of sense for our personalities <laughs> and our life choices. <laughs> like, you're also the first person I told, but, like... I know, I remember. You know, like, ours... It was 4 a.m. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yours, we, like, went and got brunch. Uh, <laughs> mine, I'm, like, it's, like, 4 a.m. I'm calling her across the country. I'm, like... In a hallway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, it's like way the drama. But like, it's like this thing happened, and I I think I definitely needed, and like really to this day with sex, like need external validation because I feel so like insecure and inadequate. Yeah. So you're constantly just like, is this okay? Like, was this okay? Did I do this okay? I need yes. to know that this was okay. You need to tell me that I did not do this wrong. <laughs> like, I need to know. I And I might be remembering this wrong, but what happened was is you were like, I think I just had sex. And I was like, you can cut this because you edit. That sounds like me. And I was like, okay, did you use protection and, and did you want it? <laughs> I know. I, I, what I remember is you going, oh, Sophia, were you drunk? <laughs> oh, I'm so that's horrible. It was 4.30 in the morning. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> I was like, I don't want to. I was drinking wine out of a can. I don't want to talk about it. No, like, drunk is fine. That's not, that's a horrible thing to say. No, I'm okay, sorry. it's definitely not. There's definitely more horrible things yeah. that you could have said. That's very Like, you know. Uh, yeah. But, but. So I get, I get, the word validation makes sense to me. Yeah, for sure. I, it doesn't feel like a, a, like a bragging in the way that I think it's usually construed in for the sure. masculine narrative. Yeah, yeah, I think that's true. But like, it does feel like, because it, sex operates in this weird um, limbo in our society where it's like something that's so central, but that is also not talked about and like not seen and like... yeah. So, like, there's this thing where it's, like, this is monumental, but, like, I, I don't know how to handle this. Like, I don't know how to process this. Yeah. I don't know what this was supposed to look like. And also, like, any representation you're, like, shown of sex yeah. is never anything like what sex is like. No. Especially the first time you have sex. Especially if you're me. <laughs> well, not just that. I think, like, again, like, I think, like, the way in which it happened for me was, like, again very sheltered and I was like lucky to some degree although this isn't what everybody wants it just happened to be exactly what I needed yeah which is not the same for everybody and like that is completely fine um but I had a partner who like first of all is like incredibly big on verbal consent like that's like right off the bat something that really shocked and surprised me Mm -hmm. not because like I was like oh you but because that's not how I thought society operated yeah 
Um, and like after getting to know his parents, that makes complete sense. sense so I'm yeah. like, yeah, of course, that's what happened. Um, and so like, you know, we just talked to, to, to death because I need to talk everything to death. And like yeah. that, you know, probably more than he wanted, but whatever, yeah. he did it. Um, so I, 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 I was able to process it while it was happening, um, yeah. which is kind of what I needed, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like, uh, I processed and spoke about nothing. And even, like, and this is not, like, this is just, like, you know, how we learn to operate as a society. But, like, I very clearly remember, like, this weird moment where he was like, do you have to go? And I was like, like, we hadn't started having yeah. sex. We are like, making out or something. Yeah, we're, like, yeah, on yeah. his bed and we're making out. And I... I brought him a scarf. That's how this started. Oh, <laughs> oh I do remember that. Right, detail. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because it was iconic. <laughs> it was yeah. truly. Oh my god, no! But like, like, just it was like one of the like, like the biggest power moves of my whole life. <laughs> it was like so not me. But it's like whatever. Like one in the morning, two in the morning, the night before I'm getting on a plane to leave. And, like, we've been having this weird thing all year. Yeah. And I just, like, texted him, and I was like, well, I'm going to drop off your scarf, so if you want to meet me at your room. <laughs> and I just waltzed down, and he was like, okay. <laughs> so he met me at his room. And I was like, here you go. <laughs> I'm going to come in now. <laughs> that's not scarf. That's not true. He invited me in. <laughs> just nice of him. <laughs> um, but, no, we're, like, making out on the bed. And it, he was just like, do you have to leave? And I was like, no, like it felt like it came out of nowhere, yeah. and then he was like, "Okay," and you just like turned off the lights. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what you meant." And I still don't know. Like, I probably still would have. I I don't think that it would have changed anything, but there was like a very drag mode of me being like, "Oh, I didn't, I didn't yeah. not realize what I was saying." But like, I knew. So like, it's not fair to be like I was put. Like I I sort of I was. You know, I was doing my power move. Like, I was playing around with that situation. Sure. But it, but it, like, that was just, like, a moment of being, like, the lack of communication was yeah. strong. <laughs> well, I think because, like, we're taught in society to communicate in these ways that aren't really communicating. And yeah. I think that makes it really hard and very confusing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And at the very least, even if it's still something that you want to do, which, like, you know, you don't have to. Like, even if that's what you set out, whatever. Um, you get to choose at every moment. Consent is an ongoing thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I do think it still can be jarring even if it's a thing that you end up wanting. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because you're just like, what? Well, and I think it was because it sets up that, like, or it's like the continuing of what we do in, like, everyday kind of speech where we talk about sex without talking yeah, about sex exactly. so it's like now we're having sex and we're still not talking yeah, about sex exactly um and i think a lot of that comes from like education like like i said like one of the reasons that my partner is the way that he is is because of his parents were like really clear and like always open and like like really like right at the like they got right ahead of it in a way that i have never like experienced yeah. right so, like, we're sort of, in a lot of ways, we're taught to do this. Like, we're taught to, like, be fucking, like, weirdos about sex. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. <laughs> we're not given the script. And we're also, like, kind of nudge-nudge, wink-wink, told not to speak as yes. explicitly about it. Yeah. And that narrative is changing a little bit now. Or not a little bit. Like, there is, like, obviously, like, there's whole conversations and movements and taglines around consent in a way that, you know, obviously there were, like, sort of at that time but yeah. like certainly not when we were like growing no, up absolutely not. um like you know what happened was like very much like what i the media representations of sex that i had yeah, seen for sure. um except for there was no fade to black <laughs> it's like my other big thing I, well there's two things uh. one is there's this quote by the what's the lead singer of the 1975 Anyways, the lead singer of the 1975, he said this thing one time somewhere, uh, and I read it, and it was, like, the first time he kissed a girl, he was, like, where's the music? And I, like, can relate to that as well. Yes. It's, like, where's, where's the music? Yeah. And then the second thing was, like, it gets to a point where, like, maybe, like, your shirt's off, their shirt's off, whatever, you're, like, rolling around, and I was, like, okay, this is actually kind of the extent to my <laughs> knowledge of how this situation proceeds. Yeah. Uh, where's my fade to black yeah where it's it's fades to black and then we're gonna wake up next to each other and we're like gonna look all 
fresh and it's gonna be really cute and like you know yeah. we'll have some banter or something yeah. but that's not what happens because well, nobody teaches you the in-between right like yeah or it teaches you shows it to you talk about it all of it you yeah. know what i mean like we just like don't have any uh framework for that well and that's part of the reason that it's like i feel like we talk we you tell people yeah. like yeah it, it is because you're like i i need i need i need some point of reference yeah uh and the internet will only get me so far yeah well i'm like i was like a wacko about all of it like i i'm talking about it like everything went smooth and was great but like that's like you know i was a wacko because like like you i need to know how everything works but i think the difference was is that like not the like the difference like um from societal portrayals mm-hmm. um or media portrayals was that like i had a partner who was like why are you being a wacko <laughs> just let me tell you like it's yeah. just it's fine and i was like wacko <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, no. Whereas, yeah, like, uh, I was in, like, a classic Sophia relationship where it's, like, both of us are still pretending that, like, I'm, like, whatever, I don't even like you that much. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of having sex, it's, like, meh, like, uh, I don't know. Fine. Like, what's your name again? I you in a trash can. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I guess I'm just, You're fine. Yeah, You're okay. You're whatever. fine. I'm not invested, though. Yeah. Just, I don't know. Hashtag not invested. I don't know anything about it. Just so we're clear. Lose my number. Lose, lose my, text me. Yeah. <laughs> lose my number, tell me I'm pretty. Tell me I'm pretty, lose my number. <laughs> I hate you. I love you. Yeah. It's, like, really good. Yeah. Like, again, it really opens up dialogue. Leads for, like, a really healthy situation. And then I miss my plane. It was yeah, truly that. the most dramatic slash traumatic time of my life. Yeah. It's just, like, this thing happened, and I remember being, like, because I, like, did bleed, and I remember just, like, that was, like, the worst. Like, I remember just being, like, feeling so, like, that just made me feel so terrible. Well, it's, like, I think society teaches us to be really ashamed and embarrassed about that, and, like, you know? Yeah. I hate that. Yeah. I think there's also, there's something, like, I think it, it, I have a real problem with vulnerability and like it irritated me because it's like it's like my body is giving it away yeah like because there's something incredibly vulnerable about bleeding I think I don't know you know like you're it is like you're wounded in some way yeah and then I was just and like embarrassing somehow and I was like in a space where I did not feel yeah like uh I wanted either of those things. I think, like, I'm, I think I must have been acting like a psychopath, like a manic psychopath. I was like, wow, okay, cool. I got, uh, sh- I gotta go. It's, okay, bye. <laughs> I do remember having extensive conversations about the blood. Yeah. I remember. Here's that. the other thing that I didn't remember until I was reading The Bell Jar by <laughs> Sylvia Plath. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> real good. I know. So if you haven't read it, it's a real happy novel. Yeah. But she has sex and she hemorrhages. <laughs> and she like goes to the doctor, obviously. Um, but I was like, I bled for a really long time. I bled until the next, like, I guess, when is this? Like, this is like three, four in the morning. Yeah. I bled from then until like the next evening. Yeah. That kind of happened to me, except it didn't. What happened? <laughs> what happened was I that didn't... happened, and then something completely different. Well, what happened was is I didn't bleed, and then I bled. And then you bled. Yeah, like nothing happened, and then, and it wasn't my period. Like yeah, I was like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like how did now? Yeah. Like why now? Yeah. We were fine, and then now. And then now. <laughs> like it was real weird. It didn't make it, or maybe I didn't. I just didn't notice. And he didn't say anything, and then it stopped, and then came something happened, and yeah. it came back. Like I really don't know. I I have no idea. It's it's weird times. It is really weird. It's like a weird time. It's really 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 weird. But yeah, I was stressed out about the blood. I was stressed out about a lot of things. Yeah. I I pulled a lot of people, and then continued to pull people for a long time. Because once I had sex, I was more freaked out about sex and that then doubly freaked me out because that's not what's supposed to happen what's supposed to happen is you do the thing that you're kind of freaked out about it and then you realize that like it's not that big a deal and you're like oh like this is like i just was building this on my head it's totally fine and most of my life that's that has rung true and then sex has been the one thing where it was just like no it was way worse once i had sex 
I think it's hard because one, it's like very, very, very different for everybody. Like oh, yeah. everybody has like very, so like you can't really, there's no like cold hard fact, you know, like you can't like go to yeah. another person and be like, exactly. Like, it's not, <laughs> I'm like really aggressively pointed in her face. I'm so sorry. But like, yeah, you like you, there's no like um, confirmation in the same way that there are with other things. And also because I think that like, we're told to, it is this like really mysticized, like, thing that seems like you know what I mean like there's so there's so much in society that that does not allow for understanding like yeah. you're, you're just like you know what I mean like you're you're not supported on, at, on any front at all and because everyone around you has heard the same garbage trash that you have so yeah. the chances are of someone being like helpful in any way are none yeah you know what I mean well and I also think I felt a lot of pressure in like the narrative that guys are kind of given and out in like a million trillion ways but one of them is that like it's a common narrative that it's like men can't make women come the reverse is not true it's like women are supposed to be good at sex i never saw it that way like i know what you're right. saying but that's not how i consume that narrative i consumed it as that men are so simple they always come yeah but it's the same diff i guess like I don't know, because I never, I just assumed, like, I could do anything and they would, you know what I mean? It's, it was never about me being good at sex, which doesn't mean I'm not saying that that's an invalid perspective. I just consumed but it But to as... me, that's connected. It's like, it's so easy, sure, so anyone you, can yeah, do yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, sure, okay. So okay, then okay. it's like, yes, what right. if I can't, though? That makes, that like, makes, you're right. No, 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 I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking about them in connection with each other, but of course that makes 100% sense. Yes. So it was just like, and, and, and then, like, there's, like, other additives to that, which is, like, I do, like, I just do think that women are generally portrayed as being, like, 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 I don't know, like, sexier somehow. Because <laughs> they're objectified more, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But it's just, like, I can't, I'm not like that. Like, I'm not, I'm not sexy. Well. It's not my shtick. Se- <laughs> I'm gonna promote some of our own content. But, like. Yeah. Sexy means a lot of different things for different people, and if you watch our Instagram, by the time this comes up, I've been working on it, there's going to be a post of lingerie recommendations, and one of those is, like, Tomboy X, and this is going to be a slight tangent, and you can keep up on the thing, but, like, Tomboy X is really cool, the creator is really awesome, it's, like, created by, like, these two, like, lovely, like, lesbian ladies who are wonderful. Um, Love it. Yeah, but the idea is that, like, everybody doesn't feel sexy in the same thing, and, like, for me... I think, like, performing femininity sometimes can be sexy, but that's never how I feel the sexiest. Like, to me, like, lingerie, like, like they have, like, these, like, briefs and, like, this pride bra that's really cool, but it's basically, like, a really basic bralette, like, no lace, nothing. And to me, because that makes me feel sexy and empowered, that is lingerie. But it isn't this, like, hyper-feminine performed version of lingerie or, like, sexiness that we are used to. So stay tuned for those recommendations. They're all also all plus-size inclusive, all of them, every single one, because that's who I am. So, like, but there is this idea that, like, sexiness is this one specific thing. Yes. And that's really difficult. And I really, um, one of the reasons I really like Instagram is because you can kind of um, curate to yourself. And so when I sort of realized that, like, hey, like, actually, that's not how I feel super sexy. I feel sexier when I present this or this way. Mm -hmm. I could find people who also, and then you see it, you change your idea of what sexiness is. And I think that's cool. Yeah, 100%. Well, like, because you have to. At some point, you have to take control of the narrative. Yeah. Well, it's exhausting not to. (laughs) It's exhausting not to. And, like, none of us can live up to fictitious, you know, idealized, standardized of female bodies and and portrayals of beauty and sex no it's awful and it's horrible which doesn't mean that like those feelings of like not feeling like you meet that standard aren't valid like I really do understand it comes from a real place and a real thing like me throwing out that suggestion wasn't me sort of like trying to minimize that in any way um it's fine (laughs) I didn't didn't feel minimized I appreciate that I just think it's important to like point out that like um, that isn't the only like it is the thing that is dominant in the narrative but it doesn't have to be in yeah. our own narrative yeah 100% but like you know none of this value is intrinsic none of it is biological there's no like uh, science that says that human males have an inherent desire for no. female virgins um, but it there is like to go back to that like social cash like men get socially elevated by bragging about their sexual conquests yes. specifically 
virginity because, and this is phrased really well in this book, but like, uh, it's not merely acquired when it is taken, it is destroyed. Yeah. Removed permanently from the available pool. The virginity of any woman, at least the way virginity has classically been constructed, can only belong to one man. And I think, like, destroyed. It's, like, such a, like, powerful... But it is. And, like, conquest, too. Yeah. It's... So, virginity is currency. It's social currency. Oh, for sure. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. All right. I have some dumb shit for you. Excellent. Which stems from not dumb shit. So the not dumb shit is, I really, really hate, I have come to really hate this idea of, like, losing virginity and, like, taking virginity because what, pray tell, are you losing and what, pray tell, are you taking? Like, and both of those are just very aggressive no, terms. Very, and also, like, it's centered around the idea that it really, like, it really is centered around the idea that, like, penetrative sex is, like, the only kind of sex that matters. And, yeah. like, anyway, like, a lot of it I don't like. And so the internet has come to coming up with new terms for your first sexual experience. Love whatever it. that may be, however you define it. So I, what I did is I came up with a list, a very short list and a very bad list. But the first one is one that's been floating around the internet and I really like it and it's sexual debut and I think that's fun because... Sexual debut. Like debut. you're a debutante, you have little white gloves, you take them off. Yeah. I love it. You could do Let's luck. get down to it. Or like it's like a show number. I don't know. <laughs> like there's like a lot of it that's fun. I enjoy that. I just think it's like it's like fun. It's great. Yeah. No. Um and now we're going to move on to ones that I came up with and so they are horrible and make no sense. Great. Um my favorite of which is initiation to fuckery because fuckery can be anything. Initiation to fuckery. Yes. <laughs> this was my initiation to fuckery. Yes. All right, it's growing on me. Yeah, yeah. The more yeah. that I say it. Yeah, or in initiation to fucking. I just like fuckery. What were you doing today, Jeremy? I was initiated into fuckery. Yes, I do really like it. Um, this is not going to apply to everybody, one, because not every human has a vagina, but then even people with vaginas, a lot of them don't like the word pussy, and that's, like, fair. But I'm really into alliteration, so partnered pussy premiere. Partnered <laughs> pussy premiere. Yes. <laughs> I really enjoy I it. just hate the word pussy, so yeah, no, like, that's I can't like, get over it. No, 100%. But I know that it's like, it's a thing. But anyway, if that word works for you, take it, yeah. use it, cool. Uh, coming into coitus, also. Coming like, into coitus. You know, you're coming into your own, I don't know, that one doesn't really work, it just, I, I got stuck on this alliteration thing. And yeah, so now no, I like it. Um, first fornication. First fornication. Uh, and then this is where it all falls apart, which is the arrival at Pleasure Mountain. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like a roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. It's a sex roller coaster. Yeah. 100%. Arrival at Pleasure Mountain. 100%. So, um, th that's what that is. Please come up with your own and use oh, them. Oh, please. Anything to get rid of this idea of losing and taking yeah. and penetration. All Destroying, of that I want gone. Yeah. Conquering. Oh, no, I want all of that gone. I want None fun of it's things good. that sound like roller coasters and romping in fields and uh, maybe also Balls. a techno girl group which is uh, kind of yes. what, like partnered pussy premiere yes, sounds like yeah. so that's what i want from this please i think that's what we all want yeah. that's the direction the world should be going yeah. in ideally yeah. 2020 fingers crossed yeah i also like that like sophia like did all this like really important research Man. and i was like no it was really good i learned a lot <laughs> anyway and then i was like i'm going to alliterate synonyms for but like we, starting and pleasure <laughs> we needed that also usually you're the one who does all of the hard-hitting research and i'm just here to occasionally interrupt you i don't think that's true i think we, we we do the research pretty evenly in terms of like episodes i just think this in particular feels like so dumb because the only thing i did was look up a thesaurus yeah but then you were here to provide your experience and your knowledge of kinks um oh i don't know that i'm knowledgeable about well, yes. your ability to speak about them articulately. Sure. <laughs> um, okay, also, real quick. So the book that I read for this episode is called Virginity, the Untouched History, a grave title. And it's by uh, Han Blank. Uh, that's H-A-N-N-E blank. And we'll put a link to like a, a, a book, the book wherever it's sold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but real great, real cool book. It's taught so many things. Get learned. Get get. Get learned. Don't listen to T.I. Got milk, get learned. Fuck T.I. Yeah. What does T.I. even do? No, we We did that song with Justin Timberlake. I can't remember it. It was a sexy back, didn't listen. It's called Dead and Gone. Yeah, no. I can't tell you Um, 
uh, Chrissy Teigen like tweeted yeah. and she was like, wow, didn't think we were going to be talking about Hymens or T.I. today. <laughs> <laughs> Chrissy Teigen is the mayor of my internet. I know. She's so good. Yeah, she's truly. so great. I mean, the only thing that's been kind of reassuring about this like whole scandal with T.I. is how like I haven't heard anybody come out no. and be like, no. Like, good job, T.I. Like, saying what we were all thinking, what we all wish that we no. were doing with our daughters. Something that I noticed on Twitter, too, was, like, a lot of the men that I follow were like, this is fucked up, can yeah. we not? And yeah. I really appreciate that. And, like, it is fucked up, and it is, like, grossly, crazily fucked up, and, and you know, like, it's a sad state of affairs that we even, for a second, were like, uh, yeah. perhaps yeah. people will not recognize that. Yeah, that's mostly what I had to say. Yeah. Like, it, it, but it is just nice that, like, on top of having to listen to T.I. continue to dig himself into a hole, the rest of the world has pretty much been like, nah, yeah. I do not think so. <laughs> I do not think so. I do not think I am here for this. Yeah. Thank you for sticking with us. I hope you learned a lot about uh, a concept that has no uh, physical presence or purpose literally fake news literally fake biology yes i mean i guess hymen is like a piece of skin that does exist technically so that's fine okay bye